Hey, welcome to the Dying Daily Podcast. My name is James, and this is a podcast about things like mindfulness, compassion, gratitude, intentional living. Um, you know, more than anything, as I as I continue doing this, and as I write about this, and as I work with people individually on these kinds of things. To a great extent, I think all of this is really just about being human, about what it means to be human in a world that doesn't always give us what we want, that can be difficult, that throws, you know, just those hard things at us and where all these things happen that we didn't choose. Um, it's, it's tough to be a human. And when I look at things like mindfulness, gratitude, compassion, intentionality, all those things, I think they're the things that make life a little bit easier. So that's that's a general idea of what this podcast is about. You know, I recently had somebody suggest that I do a series of podcasts based on the questions I get from people. And I think that's a really good idea. Um, you know, there's a few questions um, or comments that I get from people that come to mind immediately because I get them pretty often. And I think the most frequent thing I hear is people asking me, uh, what does it mean to sit with something? This is usually tied to something specific. Like, what does it mean to sit with anger? What does it mean to sit with fear? Um, the one I hear most often by probably a pretty decent margin is, you know, what does it mean to sit with anxiety? And so I think we can look at that today and we'll see if we can help clarify what I mean when I tell people that. Um, it's kind of funny, you know, when I'm working with people individually or in a group and they bring something up, a lot of times they'll preface it with, um, well, I know you're just going to tell me to sit with it or I know what you're going to say. Um, I have some people who say, and if you tell me to sit with this, I'm going to punch you in your face. And I get that because being told or encouraged to sit with something is often not what we're looking for, especially when we're not entirely sure what it means to sit with something, especially when like just just what that means is is a little bit opaque or a little bit, um, I don't know, uh, mystical even. It sounds like it's something that's difficult to do. So I think maybe a way to start this is to look at what what does it mean or what does it look like when you're not sitting with something? What does it look like when you are not accepting what your experience is offering you at the moment? And so I think let's we'll stick with anxiety today. If we need to do it, do it on another emotion or topic, we'll do that. But today we'll look at anxiety. So let's say that anxiety arises. It can be in relation to something coming up, to a conversation you don't want to have, to a tough day at work, giving a speech, uh, taking a test, whatever. Oftentimes when that comes up, it generates this series of thoughts in our head about things we should do. Um, some of these are blatant, you know, oh, you should study more. Oh, you should cancel. Oh, you should move to the mountains and not talk to people anymore. Other things are a little more subtle as we just kind of, for me personally, I notice I can start moving and doing things. I can start like, you know, cleaning the house or, you know, doing the dishes or rearranging things or go out in the yard and work on something or start writing. And the thing is, anxiety is meant to provoke a response in us. That's what it's there for. It was wired into us so that in dangerous situations, we become more alert, we pay more attention, and we're more on guard for dangers. And this is a good thing. If you're, if you're in the woods and there are dangerous animals about, or you're in a dangerous social situation, whatever, 
this is a this is a helpful response it's not helpful in relation to the things that our brain is misinterpreting as threats like giving a speech or taking a test or something like that and i think what further complicates it is that in those situations like you know the speech the test things like that the the things that would be helpful to us if we're going to fight like a bear or another person or run from them whatever we decide to do they are not helpful when we're talking about many of the tasks of modern life and so many of the things that it's prompting us to do might not be helpful so not sitting with it i think is where we're in resistance to it where we're running from it where we're just trying to get rid of this feeling we're trying to like just make it go away uh i mean you know on the extreme ends of that you know i mean uh doing drugs, eating unhealthy, drinking, you know, those are ways that we that we use to make that feeling go away. And you can see where those are going to have potentially negative outcomes for us. So then the question becomes, what does it mean to sit with it? And I've tried to explain this a lot of times, but it, it's kind of difficult because it really is letting it be exactly as it is. And so I think if you take take the emotion of anxiety, and if you're feeling it right now, cool, this will be easy to do. If not, bring up a time when you felt it and try to remember what you experienced. And I want you to notice what is going on in your body. Like, where is the anxiety located in your body? Where does it manifest physically? And what does that feel like? Now, notice how the mind jumps in and starts trying to tell you that it's good or bad, um, that it's problematic, that we don't like this, and things like that. You know, for me, it's maybe like, a, you know, my heart pounds a little bit, my chest hurts, maybe my stomach feels just a little off, uh, maybe my hands are sweaty. None of these things are negative in and of themselves. Like if I just suddenly blinked into existence right now, and that's what I was experiencing, I wouldn't necessarily see them as bad. It's not like pain where we have this just aversion to it. These are just sensations. It's all the associations we have with them that make them seem negative to us. And so see if you can just let those sensations be. And one of the best ways to do this is try to just experience them fully. Try to go into the middle of those sensations and just maybe explore them. Explore them with a friendly curiosity, where, without judgment, without assessment, without wishing they were different. And see what they feel like without all the stories. Now, as you do this, you'll watch as your mind continually tries to jump in. It'll continually jump in and try to tell you why this is bad. And here's the thing, like, it's doing its job. It's trying to help you. It's just, it's just not equipped to do that. It's like it's, uh, it's an overactive guard dog, barking at every single thing that goes by. Like it thinks it's protecting the house, but the Girl Scouts and the mailman and the little old lady who lives next door to you walking by were really probably not threats. But the dog feels like it's its job to let you know, hey, somebody's going by, hey, somebody's going by, oh my God, there's a leaf blowing across the lawn. So it's doing its job as best it can, and that's what our mind, that's what our mind does. It's dealing with the situation as best it can. By going to the middle of that emotion, by going to the middle of that, the physical sensation, we can kind of give it permission to step back. You know, we maybe kind of like tie it up in the experience. You know, we, we distract it a little bit. 
And uh, what I find personally and what a lot of people I work with find and people I talk to is that when you do this, when you go to the middle of what it feels like without all the stories about what it feels like and just go to the raw experience of it, it's not so bad. And in realizing this, it kind of gives the mind permission to, to step back a little, to ease off. And so it stops adding these complicating stories to it. If the mind is busy in the midst of anxiety, you can observe that as well. You can watch the thoughts come and go without attaching to them, without believing them to be true. You can watch the stories and the assertions and the predictions with an understanding that this is just the mind spinning out ideas. It's just throwing everything it can at the wall and seeing what sticks. And we don't have to attach to that either. We can explore the feeling of impending doom. We can explore the feeling that something bad is about to happen in the same way that we explored the sensations. When we learn to look at these things as just things that are happening, and we learn the difference between our experience of what's happening and our stories about what's happening, and then our stories of how things should be and the predictions the mind makes for the future, it's a completely different way of being with a feeling. And that's what I mean about sitting with it. You'll have to redirect the mind over and over. You'll have to keep guiding it back. You'll have to keep going back to just experiencing because it's trying really hard to do its job. And if you're accustomed to anxiety, then the mind is accustomed to helping you deal with it, to saving you from it. And so it's going to take it a while to relax. But that's what I mean when I say sitting with anxiety or sitting with any feeling at all, sitting with anything. It's just letting things be as they are without judgment. You can go to the park and you can look around at all the trash. And, uh, you know, if you live where I live, you can look at these playa lakes and how low they are. And it's this mud that stinks. And over here, people are fishing and they're being loud. And over here, people are, they threw beer cans. And the wind is just a little too, is a little too strong today. And the sun is just a little too, is a little too hot. And there's bugs. And, you know, you can sit there with this, like, with this judgment of it, with all these stories about the place. Or you can just sit there and let it be exactly as it is. Allow it to be itself in, it perf in its own perfection. And they're two completely different experiences of the same place. In one, you're simply sitting with the park as it is. In the other, you're sitting in the park through the stories that your mind has about it. So I would encourage you to just give this a try. Just kind of explore this and see every emotion that arises. Let yourself explore it with a friendly curiosity. Let yourself explore it exactly as it is without the mind's stories and just see what happens. See if that, see if that loosens it up. The other thing I find is by sitting with it, we, these emotions that we experience as a solid wall. Like I've mentioned before, like I experience anger as a solid wall of emotion. But as I've learned to observe it, I find that it's actually, it goes up and down and it comes in waves and it's got, it's got little holes in it here and there. And the more that I explored it, I felt like, oh my gosh, this is really the anger and fear and anger and hurt and all these things, they go together. And so just by exploring that, it took on a different tone and that made it a lot less pervasive in my life. So give it a try this week. Just everything that comes up, Give yourself permission to explore it with a friendly curiosity. Give yourself permission to sit with it. 
exactly as it is, not wishing it was different, and see what that does for your experience. I'm going to go through and look at other questions. Um, I'm just going to try to see what are the most frequent things that I find myself discussing with people or answering on email. And we'll look at those over the next few podcasts. It might enable me to do these a little more frequently because I'll have something I'll have something to talk about. So if you, if you find this stuff interesting, then something you might want to consider is I have a free resource library that's got a lot of cool resources and ebooks and worksheets and just stuff like that. And then I have a weekly newsletter that goes out every Sunday. And we kind of look at themes. Right now we're looking at, um, I think it's mindfulness and being human, to be honest with you. I think this next week is, uh, I think we just did about how everything changes. This next week is about, oh, is, is part of being human is growing up and giving yourself permission to grow up, giving yourself permission to be the age that you are and to judge yourself from that perspective. You know, when you were a teenager, you behaved as a teenager behaved. And, but we look back with all this uh, accumulated knowledge and we get annoyed with the, with the decisions we made. So that's, that's this week on the, uh, on the newsletter. You can find this stuff at uh, jamescotthenson.com backslash sign up. And that gives you, when you sign up for that, you'll get an email with a password to the resource library and that'll sign you up for the newsletter as well. If you try it and you decide you don't like the newsletter, cool, unsubscribe. And you can keep the password and you can keep going to the resource library. But that just might be something worthwhile. That's also a good place to get in touch with me. If you have a topic that we could maybe talk about, um, just something that would that you would enjoy hearing about on the podcast. And I'm always looking for ideas. I'm not perfect. Um, I'm not a perfect idea machine. And I like hearing from other people. Most of the best podcasts and blogs and stuff like that have come from people's suggestions. So I'm always open to that. And so you can contact me there through the website or it's just james at jamescotthenson.com. And then the other place you can find me is on Instagram. Um, it used to be fake James Henson, uh, but then somebody emailed me and asked me about it and I realized that was kind of like an outdated joke I was making. And so it is now just James Scott Henson. And I really enjoy Instagram. I've had a good time catching up with people on there and meeting people. I've met some really cool people. And I think that Instagram can be really worthwhile if you cultivate your feed um, based on people you want to learn from, people who can help you grow. So those are two things that you might want to check out. Um, this is the, I think it's the third or fourth podcast that I've done using the Anchor app. And so I would really appreciate some feedback. Like I enjoy being able just to make a podcast on my phone, but um, I'm curious about the quality of it. If, if you have listened to this for a while and you've noticed a drop in quality, or uh, this is your first time hearing it and you don't really like the way this sounds, let me know and I'll go back to using my microphone and Audacity and all that stuff. So, um, but so far I've really enjoyed the, uh, the Anchor app. I think it's been pretty cool, but I am just, I have some questions about the quality. So this week, just give yourself permission to be a human being. Give yourself permission to experience your emotions exactly as they are and just see if you can explore them. See if you can have a friendly curiosity toward everything that arises internally and see if that changes your relationship to many of the things that might have caused you distress before. I hope it works for you. Reach out and let me know what you think of it. As always, thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Take care.